Bigfoot's coming. Mm. No. <laughs> Bigfoot's coming. No. Bigfoot is coming. Is not. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four! Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. Hello and welcome to the Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex and perversion. And at the end, Kathy's going to make me sing a song, bitch. Recording live from the Threshold Society Clubhouse in North Hollywood, California, in front of our perverted studio audience. Hello, perverts. Hi. Hey. I'm Kathy. I'm Abyss. And I am Boogie. And you are now here at the magical... And ever-evolving and adapting show 17. Hello, my Hi. pod people. Hi, Boogie. How are you doing? <laughs> I have strep throat. Yes. Abyss has now taken the torch from me and now has strep throat. And look at the smiles. She is just so full of smiles. Streppy smiles. You just give me streppy smiles. You guys are just going to be giving each other strep back and forth. <laughs> I just love her streppy smiles. She yes. does not look amused. Can you just emote what you're feeling right now? Fuck off. That is definitely a feeling. <laughs> definitely a feeling. All right, so I'm just going to go ahead and read this um, so we can just uh, get through it and then get back into our show. Due to personal reasons, Fee has left the show. She is still writing her blogs on various profiles and groups. If you wish to contact her there, you are encouraged to do so. Out of respect for her wishes to keep things amicable, we thank her for her contributions to the show up to this point and absolutely wish her well in her future adventures. Now is the time we move forward with our commitment to make Perverted Podcast a kick-ass show. Please be patient with us. Please be patient with us as we make this exciting adjustment together. Hmm. Hmm. Yes. So you guys wanted to. I would like to say I'm, I wish Fee the best and I miss her. I'm very used to having her sitting here on my left and she's no longer here, but she has to do what she has to do. And I wish her the best. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm in the same boat. I get it. If, uh, if your life has got things going on, you got to handle your shit. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Shit's got to be handled. And you know how we handle it? No. We handle it by this. No. We handle it by this. Bigfoot is a gentle creature. I can't wait until he calls me friend. What the fuck was that? I, I don't... No. Today. No. Today. No. no. We have to go on. I refuse. We have to move on. So you brought Bigfoot? Bigfoot. Okay, you guys, okay. Listen. Listen. Uh-huh. Bigfoot is coming to the show. I'm not bullshitting because I got something in my bag back there that I purchased by myself with my own money that is an authentic calling device that authentically guarantees that it will call- Stop laughing over there! <laughs> That says Bigfoot will show up if we use this calling thing. You know, I feel like you should have been should not have been left unattended. Yeah. What store was this in that you went? I'm not going to talk about that, but we're going to go on to that. But uh, ju- I just want you to know, at the end of the show, Bigfoot will be here, and we are going to be fucking millionaires. Uh, oh, no. Fucking millionaires. No, we're not. Bigfoot's coming. Fit life is the place. Talk 
our genital torture in subspace. We share our kinky thrills with perverts from around the world. Yeah, perverted podcast talking about FetLife, motherfucker. FetLife.com is the world's greatest social media site for kinky people, and every week we talk a little bit about the stuff that FetLife people are talking about. For your peace of mind, please know that every group or blog post we talk about specifically has granted us permission to do so. Okay, so the first post we're going to be talking about is from Spanish Red. She's another very prolific writer on FetLife, someone who I really like. She's got some long-ass posts. <laughs> some of them are just too much for me. But this one, this one I really loved. And it's called, I'm Not a Dim Sum Menu. Or as Boogie would say, what did he call it? Ding Sum. Ding Sum. <laughs> I didn't know it was dim. Mm-hmm. She says, I want a dom who falls in love with me and uses his knowledge of my identity to control me like an intricate puppet. You cannot dominate me if you have a list of requirements that will remain static regardless of who you find me to be. I want a man who makes me want things I've never wanted before and never thought I would want purely because he wants them. Yes. You're not. I read read this a couple of times. No, go ahead. What do you... Yes. I love it specifically because the line where she says, you cannot dominate me if you have a list of requirements that will remain static regardless of who you find me to be. And... I get it because when you're uh, just meeting somebody, you're doing light topping, light bottoming, sometimes it's all about the list. Sometimes that's all you have. You don't know that person very well. So I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, but if you want to get in deeper with somebody, if you want to, uh, if you want the kink and your play and your power exchange to evolve, you have to find out what is going on inside of that person because there's no other way that you're going to be able, at least in, in my experience, to uh, to make that experience organic. It's always, if, if, if all you are going to rely on is your list, then it's always going to be the list of rope, some spanking, and a little bit of choking. And you're always going to be stuck with those three things. So uh, her, her post was really long and it talked about a lot, of, a lot of things, but that was the gist of it. And that's the one thing that I found in every partner that I've ever played with. When we move to that next level, it's because I start exploring who that person is because maybe even they don't know what it is that they want. Sure, I uh, I enjoyed I enjoyed the blog a lot, um, blog post, whatever the fuck it was. Um, I saw it later because at one point it starts to get she gets like that kind of elitist. You are not a dom. You are not a dom thing, and so I kind of started shutting off at that point because it just started looking kind of attacky. But then I got into the comments and it turned out it was kind of a rant that there was some 20-year dom or whatever that must have just douched dom donner and so this was kind of in response to that so but what i found really kind of cool about it is um that it is true you start out kind of as a top and you don't know but as you explore you know like what is it dominant to you because obviously it's something different to everyone that when i started out i was pretty much just like trying to get pussy you know, I just wanted people to spank, you know, so they would fuck me. Um, and then as I started kind of learning and seeing and seeing the relationships and seeing where dominance as the power exchange started coming into the relationships, then I started seeing where I would have to make my own adjustments to go from just kind of someone who runs down that list of these are the things that I want to do and then started making it more about what is inspired by the individual that I'm with. Like I can see it in every different relationship that I've had. I've, I've been here about seven years in the lifestyle. 
So that's still, I'm still really new, technically. But you're really old, Boogie. I'm a fucking old fuck, <laughs> but I'm just a new old fuck in the lifestyle. So I see that now I'm more into the power exchange and I'm definitely more into, I don't like the word dominance. It still comes off in my head sometimes as douchey. But I definitely enjoy that power exchange and I definitely enjoy having that individual inspire me like this person inspires me to do this and that person inspires me to do that and even though there's things that i want to do um in general some people just doesn't work out with so i just kind of let that be for someone else does that make sense absolutely yeah um i got hungry when i first started reading <laughs> it because i love dim sum i want to go get me some dim sum <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i actually got hungry um, and I, I can understand where she's coming from on a lot of this, but I think for me, uh, in my personal experience, I, I have found that if she is qualifying what is a true dominant versus a top, then, I mean, if if she's looking for that um, kind of power exchange, then yes, I get that. Like, I'm more of a sadist than if anything else. So I, I use that list to find because I personally don't have the patience to start digging through someone's layers to find where they're going to meet. So I, I wish her nothing but the best finding that person who is willing to dig through your shit. But until then, I'll stick to my list. But I see where she's coming from. Yeah, that's the, one of the things I love about her posts is that they're just chock full of so many different issues. And I just plucked one out of it that really spoke to me because I, I, I have often, my, in fact, some of my most frustrating uh, play experiences are with people that, that I've been playing with a while and I simply cannot get a good beat into them. I don't understand them. They're not opening up or for whatever reason, maybe I'm just not looking in the right place. And those are some of the most frustrating things for me because they're very... Uh, it's very cold, almost two-dimensional. I don't like them. I like that rounded out thing. So I could totally understand what she was talking about. Flexibility, though. I just want to throw in flexibility in terms. Now, this person, I think she was like 37 or something like that. So she kind of, she's been through her, her, her growing stages and whatever, and maybe now she's at a place where she really knows what she wants. She's experienced a bunch of what she doesn't want, and now she knows very, her blog was very specific about what she wants and what she doesn't want. And I just want to throw out there kind of devil's advocate is without flexibility, some people may start out as the list and then that develops into something where there is much more of a power exchange where they get more into your mind and controlling you in in a way that 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 is the way you are seeking from a dominant. But I think if you start out. In all relationships, maybe in her case, it's going to work perfectly for her, and she's going to attract Uber Dom that's going to do exactly the way she wants it, which almost seems like she's doming, but she said she wasn't doming. But what? <laughs> um, but, you know, for other people, it's like be flexible because some people I start out with very toppy, and then and then all of a sudden I see, oh, there's, there's something here that I want to kind of pursue. That's what I'm thinking. Okay, quite a lot. Three completely different viewpoints here that's so odd and then go back and get dim sum dim sum <laughs> koreatown can you guys tell me what the fuck you dim sum is oh, uh, excuse me we're talking about dim sum here actually there's one in northridge we i said to. what is what? it it's a chinese um kind of like a buffet type thing they They're bring like these little steam and, and like it's all these little like buns and stuff and oh it's a God. very sharing experience <laughs> it's delicious oh. we'll go you and me we'll go why yeah. and i go dim sum Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> All right, fuck it. All right, our next next post. 
Uh, good stuff here. I keep banging mics. We have hanging mics now because we're like reformatting ourselves at the Threshold Dungeon. And you guys are pointing. What? What do you want? Nothing. No, what? What do you want? You're not involved in this. Hang. Keep, keep swinging your dick around there. Fucking Jesus. <laughs> Whatever. You know who would save me? Bigfoot is oh, no. a gentle creature. I can't wait until he calls me friend. The fuck was that? That was Frankenstein. <laughs> was not. That was what Bigfoot would sound Fred like when he talks. Frankenstein. <laughs> Bigfoot's coming. Go on. All right, so the next one, um, this is uh, from our affiliate group, Rituals, Rules, and Contracts, which we've gotten a lot of great stuff from. We're really happy about that group. Um, This is from Godless Impact, and it was a little while ago, but uh, it's still good. Um, I'm looking for ideas on fetish play that specifically focuses on boosting a submissive's confidence and body image goes on to talk about his wife is you know does all these things that she's very talented and he really sees her as a very talented gorgeous beautiful woman she however disagrees on both counts and so he's trying new things like giving her a spanking when she says something negative about herself or having her write letters or positive <laughs> or whatever and uh i feel the- like the spanking thing isn't gonna work <laughs> Oh, you don't like that. I'm going to give you a spanking. I feel like that may not work. Well, this is what he's asking is, hey, what ideas do you use to boost your self-confidence? And I'll go right on to the spanking because I laughed when I first saw it, too. But pardon me. What um, the hell? That was my dim sung. <laughs> sung some dim. Some dim Whatever. Sung. Fucking whatever. Um, but uh, what was I saying? Something about what I did. Spanking. Spanking, yes. Sorry. Thank you. That's Good. I'm excited. I'm just excited. Fucking Bigfoot. uh, Bigfoot excited. So the thing that does work about the spanking is obviously if it's a masochist and you're giving them a spanking, you're not going to have positive reinforcement of a negative behavior. But there, I have heard and I have myself grabbed someone and given them a spanking and said, I think you're fucking beautiful and I want you to fucking own that. And even though it's not a punishment spanking, it's something... That kind of drives the point home to them, like, oh, this person thinks I'm sexy. So I think I don't think the spanking is totally off the book. It's just the way you do it. What are some things you guys do? Um, for me, when I feel the sexy is like if I have just shaved, like really taking care of yourself. Like for me, it's taking time and doing doing what needs to be done for me. Like when I go to the dungeon, I don't quote unquote slum it I am always in an outfit and I work hard to look good in that outfit and it's not because I am trying to impress everyone at the dungeon it's because I'm impressing me that's my time for me to shine I know I look good in these outfits and I fucking rock it and that's for me it's like putting on my armor so so putting on your outfit for the night builds your confidence oh yeah that's really cool I never thought of dressing up unlike me Unlike me and Hollywood Daddy, my bro on the other side, <laughs> fucking slothing it. Hey, he paints his nails pretty. Yes, he, at least he does that. You don't even paint your nails, Boogie. Hey, dude, this cut off sweatpants with like three week old ball sweat oh is definitely highbrow shit. That is not okay. I just Bam. Threw, threw up in my mouth a little. Bam. That's solid. <laughs> I, so, what kind of stuff do you do? I, well, now that now that we know Boogie doesn't. Bathe or I didn't do say laundry. I didn't bathe. I just don't change the fucking the shorts that often. So my balls are clean and the underwear is clean. But eventually, throughout the day, 
got some Funkadelic going on there. Okay, can we stop Does talking that... about your ball sweat? <laughs> so so what do you do what to do feel do? good about yourself? <laughs> After that, I need to go take a shower. Right? I feel all icky. Well, for me, if I'm trying to build my own confidence, it, uh, I always start with the whole fake it until you make it. Yes. Because I... It, let, let's face it, you're, you're not going to believe this shit about yourself. You're just not. And I love how in his, he ends his post by saying, how do I reinforce positivity without becoming another source of stress? And that's a big thing because just because you want someone to feel good doesn't mean that they're going to. And I was talking to a, a new friend recently who was having problems with his daughter who is almost to the point of being suicidal. And he was saying saying how he's trying to give her advice and he's saying, you know, maybe if you did this, why don't you just go out to do? Because I know when I do this, you could, and he's given her some task. And I said, have you ever been depressed? And he said, no. I said, well, that's the worst thing you could tell someone because you're basically saying, here's yet another thing that you can fail at. Yeah. Because it works for me, but it's not going to work for you. So try this one and chalk this up again. And one more thing that you suck at in your life. So for myself, I do the whole fake it until you make it. And then I... I go through so many different ways of building my own self-confidence. It's not even worth discussing here on the show because we'll be here all night. But when it's with someone else, I, I tread very lightly trying to build someone else's confidence because I know what a source of stress it can be. And unless I know that person well, I consider it right up there uh, on par with doing humiliation play or degradation play. It's something that I don't touch because you're dealing mm. with someone's core and self-esteem and so unless i know them and i'm willing to dedicate myself to some time i don't even go there with other people i'm I'm really glad you brought up the uh the compliment issue because if you're in a moment of manic depression or low self-worth or whatever someone can call you beautiful and sexy and great you know until they run out of breath and keel over you're not going to hear it or you're going to justify in their mouth your mind why they're you know full of shit or they're trying to you know cheer you up or even maybe you're just the martyr because uh to be honest the most narcissistic time of your life is when you are manic depressive i lived with this for years narcissism isn't just about i am great when you are in your depression and all you are is i feel horrible i the world is coming down on me everything is about you narcissism lives and thrives in manic depression so no matter what compliments or things you're going to do, it's never going to be enough to get you out of your own headspace. So some of the things I do to get out of that is getting compliments from people means that I need to be validated by you. What I need to do to get out of my low self-worth is to build my own self-value. And that I have found over decades of self-inflicted pain and suffering that if I'm constantly seeking to validate myself with you, oh, I'm going to be, uh, am I pretty enough for you? Am I skinny enough for you? Am I, am I this enough for you? Am I smart enough? Is my dick big enough or whatever for you, 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 you? I'm, ne- I'm always going to be chasing that fucking dragon. I am going to trace that dragon never with results. But when I focus on my self-worth and how I value myself, irregardless of how I look, all of a sudden, those compliments and things that I put on myself are secondary to the fact that I'm with me. I'm on a team with myself, and I believe in myself to the point to where I, I don't need your validation. Does that make sense? Absolutely. 
And then I go to the mirror. Oh. Oh. And then I go to the motherfucking mirror. Mm. And okay, did you bring the mirror? No. You didn't bring a mirror? You no. said you were going to bring the hand mirror. We're going to work on do some mirror stuff. I forgot the mirror. You don't have any mirror. I have a tiny itty bitty. Get the mirror. Get them. Just give me a little. I don't give a shit if it's tiny. Here. Hang on a sec. What the fuck is this? It's a mirror. <laughs> it's like a fisheye lens thing. It's a tweezer mirror. It's a f- the fuck? You, you can't do. You can posi- do your eyebrows. You can't pause the affirmation. Eye really big. <laughs> Look at Kathy. Boogie's gonna oh. have a heart attack. <laughs> it's a mirror. You asked for a mirror. I gave I you a mirror. You said a hand. Woo. You can see one eye Woo. really, really well. What we're gonna do is, well then, fuck it. We'll use the tweezing mirror. To do positive affirmations. Because it's really important that people understand. They hear mirror work and they get terrified because they don't want to look at themselves. They don't want to say nice things to themselves. I am not talking about lovey-dovey fucking emo pussy hippie fucking shit. I am talking about building a relationship with yourself and valuing yourself. This doesn't have to be a bunch of heavy-duty lovey stuff. Well, and the first time you brought that up to me, that's what scared me is that it wasn't emo shit it was real stuff and that's why i didn't want to do it perhaps that's why i subconsciously, subconsciously brought, brought a fucking tweezing mirror. mirror i swear to god my eye looks like seven thousand <laughs> times bigger god wow i have pretty eyes hey you sexy bitch i think it's like a 10 times magnification <laughs> jesus so he can actually see himself now i can actually say th- oh, oh another blind joke you're sexy eat your pussy later um so here's what i do when i start with mirror work. Um, I don't even go for love or anything like that. It's just I try to let myself know that I'm on my own team. That even though I fucking hate myself right now, that I'm disappointed in myself, that I feel like shit, that I look at the world in a shitty way, I just want to let me know that I'm not going to abandon me like I assume every other human has. This helps me get out of the narcissism because every human hasn't abandoned me. There's 7 billion people in the world. They aren't going to abandon me. But I need to be there for myself. So when I look in Kathy's fucking <laughs> tweezer mirror. Tweezer mirror. With one eyeball now seven, <laughs> like the Dr. fucking Sherlock Holmes thing. You look like a pirate. Arr. I like how you're closing one eye to do it. Well, because it's a Popeye thing. I'm. I, if you saw what I was looking at in the mirror, this giant, and I can see every pore. And I will just look in that eye and I'll just say boogie because that's, that's what I choose to call myself. That's my name. Um, you can call yourself whatever you want, whatever name makes you feel good about yourself. Um, I'll just say, hey, um, you're going through some shit right now, and and it's cool, and I understand there's a lot of confusion and stuff, but I just want you to know I'm not leaving you, and, and we're going to get through it, and it's cool, and we'll figure something out. Go team. And it's as simple as starting that. Once you get past those types of things and you're comfortable with that, then you can start actually picking out things. I, I, why do you feel sad? I, I, I don't know. I feel like I'm going to be rejected. I feel like this. You can start having those conversations with yourself. Owning your feelings. Owning your feelings. But first you need to just be able to tolerate yourself looking at yourself. Because if you can't face yourself, how can you face anyone else? I, I don't understand how literally facing yourself and saying those words is a great introduction to then begin going on to deal with all the shit what is it that that does that well because what happens is is and once again if if you don't 
if you don't have eyes to see like myself or Hollywood Daddy, who are both blind, um, <laughs> then you can record yourself audio and listen to your own voice saying something back. There is something about the fucked up shit that you think that has other parts of the mind that are not your friend that are engaging, that when you do it visually and you speak the words, you go to a different part of the brain that processes and interprets that differently. When you just think in your head, I fucking hate you, you fucking asshole, you fucking piece of shit, that's in a whole different part of your brain. But when you actually include a different sense and you start looking into your eyes, then you start to see this is who I'm talking to. Because it's like an internet hater. It's really easy to troll and say a bunch of nasty shit. But if that person is right in front of you, then you're just not as, as angry. You're not as bold. Some I people see. are. I, you know, I know this segment is running long, but I have to say one other thing. It just occurred to me when you were talking about that. Maybe for uh, Godless Impact when he's dealing with his wife and trying to get her to say things, that, that voice that you were talking about that's in your head, and you're saying shitty stuff to yourself all day because you think you suck and you're a horrible, horrible person. Maybe a good thing to do would be to force your submissive to say those things out loud to yourself. Because then you might see how ridiculous it sounds and how hateful and, and horrible it sounds. You would never think of saying that to someone else. To say what? Oh, that's... To say, you're God, you're, you're just talentless and you yeah i've done that in the fat. mirror too i've spit in the mirror cut myself with knives in the mirror so it I can go bad it's quite an eye-opener though <laughs> to say that bad. to yourself instead of the take it out of the voice in your head and then it's something real you're dealing with i know for me like um a major i was having some body image issues and um i know for me a major turning point was when because I, I always felt like I was fat and this, that, the other. And like, oh, my, my thighs are too thick and, you know, this, you know, blah, blah, blah. And finally it was pointed out because, you know, I do like girls. Like, oh, what what kind of girls do you normally go for? And I go, oh, well, you know, curvy. They have boobs and little waist and thick. And, you know, and then it was pointed out like, hey, you just described your body type. So if you find girls attractive with your body type, wouldn't it thus make you attractive? That's very cool. It literally was like a ding. Yes. <laughs> Those ding moments are what mm. make self-confidence exercises work. This is a, I mean, this could, I'll, I'll shut up now, but this could really just go forever because this is something that's really passionate. I mean, I lived so many years in, in that pain that I chose for myself. But once I started valuing myself, it was, we'll, we'll get back to this, I'm sure, at other I, times. I'm sure it'll come back. So <clears throat> it'll thanks come back. to Godless Impact in Spanish Red That was definitely, uh, definitely awesome. But you know what's even more awesome? Oh, oh, no. Bigfoot, I have questions for you. Is your dick real big? Are the rumors true? Oh. Friend. The fuck, dude? Oh, this is just keeps getting worse. What? Why does he keep saying friend? These are, because that's what Bigfoot would be, be. And why are you being nosy about his junk? Who says me? That's just the character in the song. I'm just, isn't that something guys Maybe would want to know? Maybe Bigfoot doesn't want you talking about his junk. How do you know until Bigfoot comes at Bigfoot's we... not coming. You are just a bummer, aren't you? <laughs> You're just a goddamn bummer. You just need to let this go. Bummer one, bummer two. Oh. Bigfoot will be here. We're calling him in a little bit. We're calling him. Calling him right after something. Your real life sex stories are much better than fantasy. The murdered podcast slut capades. 
Wow, look at the look. You just are a... You're, shun the non-believer. <laughs> shun. Who are you pointing to? I'm pointing at Abyss. She doesn't believe in Bigfoot. She's got strep. We had to deal with you when you had strep. And talking about it forever. Twice. So, Slutcapades. Yeah. <laughs> Slutcapades is basically where we get two and a half minutes to tell a story. And uh, we have a kind of topic this week. And once, actually, some of the things coming up now that we're going through these changes and we're back in threshold, once a month, the fourth, uh, the fourth recording of Perverted Podcast every month is going to now be open to the community. We're just opening the fucking doors and we're letting all the freaks of nature come in. We're shutting it at 745, you know, so we can record the show. They're going to be in here with us? They're going to be in here with us. The freaks of nature? The freaks of nature. But they also need to RSVP. They need to, no, they don't. Just the doors open. Fuck it. <gasps> I mean, they have to go through an orientation, whatever, and if they suck, we'll kick them out. We could get all manner of strange people in here. That's what I'm hoping for. Aww. And they will be able to add to the show. We have a microphone now set up for people to comment. We have, uh, you know, the spanking microphone for people to demo. And this portion of the show, Slut Capades and a few other things, listeners are going to be able to come in and join and kind of be a part of the show for a little bit. And we're just going to see what happens. So... We're going to take this last slut capades all, all by ourselves, but hopefully by next month there'll be some people here that have a sexy story that they want to tell. It's very empowering. I've seen this at Body Storytelling, and people come and they tell a story and about their life, and it's very exciting. So today's topic is kind of along the lines of something fun, funny, or really, really embarrassing. Slash awkward. Slash awkward. Or just fun. No, it's it's funny. Well, Kathy doesn't want to tell her really embarrassing story, so she said, "Fuck I've you." Come I'm up not with an alternate one. She has an alternate okay. story. So who's going first, Kathy? I'm it says you. Boogie on this. I just it's did a bunch of shit. You know, it's already Hollywood listed. Hollywood Daddy, do you have a two minute story you want to tell about something sexy and funny? Uh, Think about it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're up first. You're on the I'll list. I'll go first if you want, you big baby. You go first. All right. This one is kind of weird. Because it's not sexy, but all right, here goes. I was not used to subbing, and it was the first time I'd found someone that I was actually being submissive to, and I'm just, I always say I'm a switch. I, I can switch back and forth, but I can switch back and forth between topping and bottoming. I'd never really realized that switching between doming and subbing is such a big deal, and I, I wrote a post about it called the, the Switch Switch about how you switch that, switches switch that thing in their brain. And the embarrassing part was just how unbelievably awful it all went. And it was all happened because of some lame little discussion we had while we're pulling the chains and the belts and the ropes out of his closet. And I saw what a mess it was. And I said, man, your closet is a mess. You should let me organize that for you because that's what I do. <laughs> And he said, well, what would you do? And I start looking at it and I start getting all dummy on him because when I organize or deal with clients, that's what I do. I go into total top space to tell them what to do. And I just didn't realize how, how it would harm me in the middle of a submissive scene to start talking about, to put myself in that headspace. And I literally got dizzy. I, mm. I am not kidding. I, it felt like it really, and I've said this to people and they don't, believe me they think I'm, I'm being funny it felt like that dream where you were walking along and suddenly you look down and you realize you're naked because I looked at myself and I thought what the hell am I doing naked in this guy's bedroom while he's pulling chains out of his closet and and it was so 
psychologically harmful to me that it it, it messed up the whole evening the, that the next day I'll, I couldn't work because I, I was just I'm sitting at my desk and I can't figure out what the hell went wrong and I've never felt that out of control that uncertain of what was going on in my own life and I was mortified when I realized later why I felt that way why I literally got dizzy why I literally had a ringing in my ear I mean it, it's it's fucking embarrassing. I'm supposed to know better. And all it took was my talking about some dude's closet <laughs> to just go over the fucking edge. <laughs> Shut up, Boogie. There, I'm done. Are you happy? Oh, honey. <laughs> you organized, Domed. <laughs> See, that's why I wear my shorts for three weeks. So nobody has to feel they're conflicted and dizzy. No, just for... That's not why. No. no. Don't try and pawn off your ball sweat. <laughs> Abyss, you got a story for us? I do. <laughs> Just, no one's happy to be talking well, about embarrassing hmm. shit. All right. Well, I normally find freedom in sex. And for me, for the most part, it's where I don't feel embarrassed. But we're all human. So there are times that things can go from hot and sexy to what the actual fuck. Um, I had an ex who had this habit. I mean, it would drive me nuts. We were fluid bonded. So when we fucked, he would pull out and come on my tummy. And then he would think it would be funny to drag his dick along like my leg and stomach saying he was making a snail trail with my fluids. And finally one day, I had just about enough of that shit. And he did it, laughing his ass off. And I finally reached out and go, really? You're going to start a war with the person who has all the ammo. <laughs> so I reached down and literally jammed like half of my hand into my vagina area and just come up with an entire slime ball. And chase him around the bed while he screams like a little bitch until I finally corner him and just slam said slime ball directly onto his chest. <laughs> Where he proceeds to have this horrified, curled up look on his face. And I say, How do you like that? How do you like your snail trail now? And then I reach down and just keep going <laughs> until I was dry and he was like in the fetal position. <laughs> So sometimes I get a little sassy. <laughs> sometimes a little sassy? He started it. That wasn't me. No, it was not. <laughs> not me. That is That's a great story. That's a great story. Note to self. So don't don't right. put the mark of slime Zorro on Abyss's tummy. Don't do that. Alright, Boogie. I'm gonna tell a story that um is literally to this day one of the most embarrassing things that uh, I still deal with because my memories don't leave. What happened when I was 17 years old is still uh, fresh in my mind today. Uh, I lost my virginity at 17 to a girl. The second time we were having sex was in her mother's bed um, while mom was away at work. And we were using condoms and 
And so I was excited. You know, I'm new. I'm new to this. This is like, oh, I'm fucking, I'm so excited. I've been trying to get rid of my virginity since like 11 years old. Get rid of it, not lose it. Get the fuck rid of it. And finally, I found someone that I felt was the right person to fuck. And now I'm fucking hing, 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 hing. That's, that's what I did when I was 17. It was all hing, 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 hing. And so I hing, 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 hing. And we fucked with condoms because we were supposed to. And so we'd, you know, fuck and throw it on the floor and fuck and throw it on the floor. And so it was, you know, it was kind of hot. It was exciting. I was dumb. I was stupid. I was just excited to be getting laid. And so then, you know, we finish and we go outside to the pool and we're sitting there. And all of a sudden we see her mom walking across the balcony to the apartment. And it hits me. We didn't pick up the condoms. Mm. We did not pick up the condoms. I fucking freak. I freak and I go, go get the condoms. She says, no. She says, no. And I embarrassment just rushes over my head. And I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm totally caught. I can't even watch I Love Lucy episodes because I get freaked out when people are about to get embarrassed or caught. I hate that feeling. I hate it desperately. And she would not go upstairs like she wanted to fuck with her mom or something. And now I'm in the middle of this. And just this goes on for five minutes. And I'm just go up there. Go up there and get them. Go up there. And all of a sudden, the door to her bedroom opens. And she goes to her daughter, I need you to come up here. And she goes up and starts freaking out on her daughter. And then I have to go in because my fucking shoes are in the apartment. And I had to have a very nice, long, and very awkward conversation with this woman's mom explaining to her why I fucked her daughter in her bed and left condoms on the floor. Ouch. To this day, <laughs> I feel it <laughs> in my chest. Did you have a story? Yeah, I can tell a story. Get up here. Yeah, my gosh. An actual audience participation. Okay, we're going to get the timer going on, you have on Hollywood Daddy. Oh, it'll be quick. You have two and a half minutes. Give us your slutcapade. Uh, well, if, it, if you know me, you know I'm into food. Like, I really like food shit. So when my baby girl was 18, uh, she really liked um, Fruit by the Foot. And for some reason, we thought it would be a good day, good idea to like make a cock ring out of it and like just <laughs> wrap it around the base of my dick. Into and, the mic, uh, talk in the mic. Oh, sorry. And then uh, she was sucking my dick, and I guess all the slobber and the friction caused the uh, Fruit by the Foot to like forge onto my dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I came. It was fun. Uh, and then I'm like, fuck, how do I get this thing off? So she starts to pull on it, and like it, all my pubes are inside of it. <laughs> oh, and it fucking immediately hurts. And then I have to come to a decision of like, do I want to be that fucking loser with the fruit by the foot on his dick, or <laughs> with the fucking pubes that have been cut and look, you know, like there's something wrong with me. So I went with the latter. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, that that's my story. Thank you. <laughs> so brave. Thank you, Hollywood. I don't, I don't know that I would have gone with a ladder. Note to self. <laughs> you just would have walked around with the fruit by the foot on your dick? <laughs> Bam! Oh my God. Uh, well, we've all been down that road, haven't we? 
That is Slut Capades uh, starting in October, the fourth uh, Monday of the month. You are going to be able to come down if you are in the Los Angeles area and join us at the Threshold Society Dungeon and come and maybe tell your stories, be involved in some of our games and so forth like that. <laughs> oh, my God. And maybe there'll be a special guest. The special no. guest no. with no. us. Don't no. Big foot, the missing link of humanity. But if you fuck my girlfriend, is it bestiality? Friend. D- what? Well, it's, you know, hey, he's missing link, but he's still part human. Maybe he wants to fucking bone down. Is that bestiality if Bigfoot fucks your girl? I don't even know I, where I we're going. I have no words. <laughs> Sometimes he renders me speechless. These are the things that go through a guy's mind. No, your no, mind, yeah. not a guy. No? Well, why is Hollywood Daddy laughing about it? Because that's something he would think. <laughs> Fucking Mark thinks that, too. Really? You're throwing Mark in as Mark is sitting there, and she's, you know, we batting her feet we together. We won't go down that road right now. I'm just saying... You don't, you don't, you don't know. You know, wait, wait, wait. Oh, sorry. Uh-huh. It's not, we have some fucking advice today, right? Yes. Okay. And you um, don't have it ready, do you? No, there's the, the jingle's not in this week. Okay, ready? It. Sometimes love is less than nice. You can need some fucking advice right now. Love and sex questions answered by the sagely wise and awesome uh, us. It's super duper important that we remind you we are, are not, not therapists. therapists. I am. No, you're, you're not. not. <laughs> if you need therapy for realsies, please get real therapy. You are not a therapist. Me and Bigfoot. Oh, for okay. fuck's sake. We're going to be it. calling Bigfoot real soon. So basically. Yes. A friend and I were at the thre- Threshold Munch. Blah. Threshold Munch a few couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. And we were having a conversation with this very nice, polite man uh, who was asking us all kinds of questions. He was had been in the scene for a while, but he had mostly played privately. He was now starting to come out and play in public, and his question was, and he posed it very courteously, he said, how would I approach you if I wanted to see if you'd like to play with me? Hmm. And it was just so matter-of-fact and so polite, (laughs) and... Well, would you, that would be a start. That was it. Okay, we're done. I know, we fixed it. <laughs> Did we talk about this already? We've talked about it in from many angles. This in particular was, what if you already... Because you, you come to a dungeon, let's say like Threshold. There's so many people here, and if you come off, and you're going to get to know some of these people, sometimes just by face, side, just, sometimes just their name. And then you might... It can be even more awkward if you get to know them a little bit to then ask later, hey, do you want to play? So the question was really, now that I know you, how do I approach you and say the awkward, so do you, would you like to play with me? So this wasn't necessarily the like coming to a play party somewhere, wherever, dungeon, whatever, and just hitting on random people. This was more like people you know, or are we including yes, just cold calling? This gentleman spent at least half an hour talking to us and asking all kinds of questions. So we, we had gotten to know each other a little bit. So Did you suck he, his dick? Yes. I just went right under the table. I just table said, you seem so polite. At the He's... 4 and 20. And <laughs> they have good pies like, there. Oh, my God. <laughs> really good pies. <laughs> just... Okay, now I'm putting you on the spot. How, would you, how do you approach somebody? Well, seeing If is, it weren't you. If it weren't me. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, the first thing, I wrote a, a thing. I wrote a, a quote. Um if you can't be nice after someone rejects you, then you were never nice to begin with. 
because you are only pretending to be nice to get what you want. That, I have found, is the quintessential foundation of groundwork. Groundwork is, I may not play with you today. You may not want to play with me today. You may not know me well enough to play with me. Most people reject me the first time because they don't know me. Most women will just say, no, no, no. How you respond to that rejection, because a lot of guys, I've heard this story. I'm sure you guys have heard it too. Like the guy, like, you know, he's all sociopath and he's like, oh, I want to play with you. And then the the woman very politely says, or the man, whatever, says, no, thank you. And they get all butthurt and fucking emo crazy psychopath and well you're definitely not going to play with them now and plus you're a psychopath so i think if if you take rejection well and you allow someone to be their own person that maybe they don't want me even if they don't ever want me that is an example to everyone else around you so just because abyss doesn't want to play with me kathy sees that i'm very gracious about that and then kathy says well he's not a bad guy just abyss isn't into him does that make sense? Totally makes sense. Totally yeah. agree with you. Also, step one, be clean. <laughs> step two, don't smell bad. <laughs> step three, be polite. And normally if you go from there, you're gonna you'll be able to find people who want to play with you. Yeah, I agree. Those are some very uh good things to keep in mind. But I I agree with uh Boogie because <clears throat> I think that if you're asking and or you're nervous about approaching someone you're not nervous that they're going to say yes. You're nervous that they're going to say no. Yeah. And so uh, I think that number one is just be okay. Maybe use the tweezer mirror. <laughs> <laughs> yes, tweezer mirror. <laughs> and practice your face or how you will react if someone says, no, I don't really want to play with you right now. Because I, I believe that that's that so, ma- so much of our anxiety and the things that we worry about is because of our fears of what's going to happen if the things we don't want to happen happen and we're always trying to manage that outcome how are we going to make sure that it doesn't come out that way so if you're okay with someone saying <clears throat> no i i don't think that's a good idea i don't think you and i'd be compatible uh, even if they're being rude mm-hmm. if you can be okay with that then how to approach them you're going to approach them the way your personality dictates and and as abyss said if you're clean presentable Smell good. Smell good and most of all courteous and polite. You can't go wrong with, with that stuff. As long as so I, I think that that's a really good way to Yes, Boogie, you have your hand raised. <laughs> can can we define smell good? Smell good does not mean bathe in fucking old spice or axe or some other god awful frickin' cologne. Smell nice means take a shower, use a mild amount of deodorant, maybe use a small amount of perfume or cologne. Because some people are like, oh, I smell nice. They see a commercial that says, oh, I'm going to get pussy if I put on this stuff. And they, <laughs> they bury their whole body in it, which makes people nauseous. Just That's wanted to add that. one of my biggest pet peeves. People who put on too much deodorant, perfume, whatever. B.O. is my personal pet peeve, sorry. I'll take stinky like perfume over body odor. I prefer clean with, yeah, with deodorant. You know who, who doesn't mind B.O.? Don't. Bigfoot. Don't mm. do it. Bigfoot doesn't no. care. Jer- hey. Hollywood Daddy, come, come, go, go, go. <laughs> Look at that. A comment. Again. A, a second and he comment. I think you're all crazy and 
armpit smell is fucking awesome. <laughs> There's nothing better than a fresh, stinky armpit on a woman that will get me so fucking hard like that. Really? So you're an Y'all need to get over your fucking selves. <laughs> Look at he's just up there fucking owning that shit. Yeah. No, I'm serious. <laughs> Don't drop that mic. You can just imaginary drop the mic. <laughs> it just comes up. Boom. That's what I say. Stinky pits. There and there are people who do enjoy uh what is that called? Odorous? Odorif? It's od- called fucking delicious. It's called fucking delicious. Thank you, Hollywood Daddy. Okay, so please send in your kink, love, relationship, and sex questions in 100 words or less to pervertedpodcast at gmail.com. And please put the word advice in the subject line, and we might pick your question and talk about it. You know what time it is? No. You know what time it is? It is not. You know what time it is? Bigfoot, I have questions for you. Is your dick real big? Are the rumors true? Friend. I have waited for this moment. You guys think I'm fucking full of shit. Look, you are I even, full of I shit. I even have a timpani roll. See? Oh, <laughs> We're going to call. Okay, I'm going to get the thing. Hey. It's hey, not so here? It's, Where are you going? No, it's right here. It's he's super excited, literally hey, jaunting, you know, like hopping over to the table. And he's he grabbing has his bags. What the hell is in there? I don't want to know. All right. You guys ready? No. no. This is it. This Everyone's is, been listening. So We're so this, underwhelmed, you and I. Shh, shh. Dude, they said this was going to work. Who's it they? says on the package that it will work. Does Are it you occur re- to you that there have been hundreds, thousands, maybe other people who have bought this thing too? Look, I bought this from a special place. A special place. Called the Dollar Store. Oh my God. And anything that's sold at the Dollar Store has to be good. It says authentic on the package. Are you ready? <laughs> this is it. They said this would call Bigfoot. We're going to be millionaires. People for. How many years have they been trying to prove Bigfoot exists? We now have the fucking ability to call Bigfoot right now. And I'm sick of you guys shaking your heads. I need you to back me up on this because this thing's, I haven't heard it yet. But it says just blow into it, fucking Bigfoot shows up. You haven't even tried it? Check this out. Oh, God. It's got a Bigfoot head on it. It's How do you know it's Bigfoot? That could just be a replication of Bigfoot. It kind of looks like Charlton Heston. <laughs> it's Charlton Heston foot. This is it. This is it. Wait, first we'll play the jingle. Wait, wait, no. I am so excited. Are you excited? No. Wait, look, Mark's back there sitting on the edge of her seat. Hollywood Daddy is there ready to smell Bigfoot's fucking armpit. This is going to call Bigfoot. This is amazing. Okay, this is what Bigfoot sounds like. Are you sure you guys are ready for this? That's it. I'm going to yank that thing out of your hand. No, no, no. Okay, this is it. Here it comes. Bigfoot in three... Two, one. I I don't I don't have words. Bigfoot is a mallard. (laughs) (laughs) You Um, can stop now. Um It looks like you're blowing Bigfoot. Hollywood Daddy, check the door! Check the door! I feel like he's Does Bigfoot have a way in? I feel like oh, just just the excited look on his face. I kind of feel mad that I just gonna like, trample his dream. Isn't this the saddest thing you've? No, ever I got one each for you. What? Open it, quick! Open it. No, it says Bigfoot call, and it says say, maybe I'm it not doing it right. It says authentic. It says it. authentic for ages four and up. And there's a kid. It's kind of a scary looking Bigfoot. Just open it. I- just open it. Oh my god! Oh my god! Just. 
Just it's got a safe rhythm. I think you overpaid for this 99 <laughs> The, the picture of the terrifying toddler with it in its mouth <laughs> on the packaging. It's kind with... of an angry looking Bigfoot. All right, I'm going to give it a try. Okay, you ready? Okay. You just suck at calling Bigfoot, don't you? It you doesn't just work. blow hard. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> holy mom, holy. It's safe. It's got I can safe... smell Bigfoot coming down from the Ew! mountains. <laughs> okay, okay don't. Don't do it. <laughs> wow, now that sounded more Bigfooty. <laughs> That was definitely... Okay, you ready? We're all going to call Bigfoot. Wait. This is it. The dumbest thing we've ever done. Here we go. No one's Big listening. The missing link of humanity, but if you fuck my girlfriend, is it bestiality? We have just we lost, have lost all of our every viewers. Every one yeah. of our listeners. <laughs> is that the show ender? No, no, you cannot leave <laughs> it with this piece of shit. You cannot leave it with this piece of shit. Please. No, please. no, 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 no. He is just not allowed to. Just look on your no. face. No. I, you know what? Yeah. Play a goddamn song. Play a song, please. Just to do something or they're going to think this is what the show is all about. You suck, Boogie. Stop laughing. It's not laughing. funny. I have waited all week to see your faces. He's, He's turning purple. <laughs> He's turning purple. <coughs> oh, sure. Yell at me when I choke and cough I'm on the air. Shove Charlton Heston up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's Bigfoot now. This is how we evolve and we adapt. Uh, we move on. Show 17. <laughs> the missing link of shows. Oh <laughs> Sing your damn song. Get the taste of Bigfoot out of my mouth. Oh. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Kathy, the taste of Bigfoot in your mouth? Uh, you guys want to sing the fisting? You guys don't, none of you know no. the fisting song? Please sing it for us. Okay, I'm going to just, I'm just going to go ahead. <laughs> Do something. Just stop I, laughing. Just Actually, keep, 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 play your song. Okay. Okay. Fuck, man, I love this podcast. Calm we blue just get ocean, to rock buddy. and roll. <laughs> Uh, well, let's just move from Bigfoot. Uh, Kathy? Yes? I put my hand in your pussy and I make a fist. You get so wet I just can't resist. A sexual adventure for an uber horny chick. I'm stretching your vag but being careful of your cervix. Fisting, whoa. For the girl that needs girth, this does the trick. Fisting, whoa, cause no human dick could ever be this thick. She needs to relax, and so do you. Make sure you have consent, and a whole lot of lube. It takes a lot of trust to make it work great. Not something I would recommend you try on a first date. Now sing it with me. Fisting, whoa, for the girl that needs girth, this does the trick. force it never force it more lube communicate never force it never force it almost there just relax never force it never force it here it goes here it goes you got it in she's in orgasmic bliss 
an amazing thing to see a woman take a whole fist. Don't worry, guys, it'll go back to shape, because the hoo-ha was designed to squirt out a babe. All right, vaginas! Fisting, whoa! Everybody! For the girl that needs girth, this does the trick. Fisting, whoa! Because no human dick could ever be this thick. No human dick could ever be this thick. No human dick could ever be this. Everybody, thick. It works on buttholes, too. That is our show. Thank you, Threshold, for providing this perverted playground for us to record in. If you are in the Los Angeles area or surrounding areas, visit Threshold.org and find out about joining their kinky family. Thank you to all of our guests and hosts and staff, to Abyss, to Boogie, to me, and to our lovely guests, Mark, Hollywood Daddy, (laughs) Arvid. Bigfoot! Oh, jeez. If you have question, co- questions, comments, or ideas, please email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com and visit pervertedpodcast.com. And finally, please consider becoming a monthly supporter of FetLife so we have something to actually talk about each week. Until then, everybody, we just keep moving. We keep rolling. Mm-hmm. We keep calling Bigfoot. Oh, God. Do it. Do it. <laughs> it's upside down. <laughs> Until next time, enjoy being your damn kinky selves. Everybody, we are out of here. Take Trump and Heston back. Take it.